listening to Maine Ties, a podcast of the Maine Community Foundation. I'm Taylor Mace. Mike Masudi arrived in Portland from the Democratic Republic of Congo in 2017 at just 19 years old. He describes his English as below average at the time, but worked hard to become fluent in order to further his education and future career in information technology. Mike says he arrived to chase his American dream, which for him started at Portland Adult Education with courses and advisors such as Anya Hansen, who supported him. I came here and I basically didn't have anything. I didn't even know that I wanted to go to school. I heard about school. I was like, hey, that sounds cool. Maybe I can attend to, you know. So uh, I just reached out a lot to people. Uh, It's adult education. When I went there, my first goal was to get my high school diploma because that was the biggest problem I was having. And my goal was to go to college. That being said, I needed a high school credential, but how do I get that? So I I got in touch with... uh, Anya and all the team at Adult Education, we sat down, you know, kind of mapped where I was, like, this is where I want to go, this is where I am, this is what I need. Since I come from this country, these are these are the steps that I took. So they kind of just gave me like, okay, this is what you can do. You can go to class here, you know, be a traditional student, take classes, and then, you know, get your credits, graduate, but that's going to take you a lot of time because we don't know anything about you. We don't even know if you're educated or not. So, you know, and the other way to do that is to do the GED, you know, which is the uh, the standard test that they have, you know, to give you a high school equivalent diploma. So I just sat down, you know, time after time on, and thought about it all. Uh, I had a lot of meetings with Anya. In the meantime, she enrolled me into classes because she was just so generous. I missed the test. I missed a lot of things. My life was so chaotic at the time. Adult learners face unique challenges. They may have full-time jobs, children, are new to this country, or a combination of all three. In 2021, nearly 1,600 students from 72 countries attended academic and workforce classes through Portland Adult Education. Here's academic advisor Anya Hansen. We have a full range of folks who are here preparing for changes in careers at the, at the, at the tail end of their work with us other people who may or may not have uh, learned how to read and write in their native language, and everyone in between. Students who never got to complete high school here in the U.S., students who completed master's and doctorate in other countries but need to start over learning English. It's it's just a crazy and wonderful mix of, of um, people, all of whom are completely voluntarily choosing to come to school, which is a which is just a remarkable thing because they're adults with super busy lives raising families, working multiple jobs. It's it's not easy to be in school as an adult. So, you know, if you're an adult, you're you're not school is not your first and foremost priority in in many ways because, you know, you're typically employed, you are oftentimes for our students you're raising a family, you are um, juggling just so many different responsibilities. Most of our students these days are asylum seekers and so they really have very limited access to 
to, to funds of any kind, right? They're, they, they're not able to work because then they're not and often oftentimes haven't gotten work authorization after making their application for asylum because there's a long lag and wait time now. Many in recent months have been living in the hotels in the greater Portland area. And so they don't have homes. They don't have access to transportation. Childcare is incredibly hard. It's sort of all of those things. And that is true both for the most extreme cases, you know, the, the folks seeking asylum, and also for, you know, someone who is a, a young mother who didn't graduate from one of our area high schools, even if she grew up on Munjoy Hill, right? Transportation's a problem, housing's a problem, getting childcare so that you can focus on school. And just having the the luxury of time to do your studies, all of that is hard. Our students struggle even to get, most of them only have access to a phone, not to a computer or to um, internet access. So particularly during the pandemic, we had to expand our operations to include providing loans of uh, Chromebooks and hotspots. So it's just, I would say, an immense array of different needs that our students are confronting. Despite their varying backgrounds, All of the adult learners Anya has worked with over the years have much in common. Their drive to succeed and make their lives better for themselves and their families. A lot of students come to the work because and for their children. They they want to be role models to their own children. They want to provide better lives for their children's futures. They understand the connection between their own education and opportunities for their own kids in the future. That that is a huge driver of, of people's motivation is is their their strong desire that their children see them as students and see them working to learn. I, I think people have a reverence for education in other cultures that is very profound. And that is a is, is a huge motivator is is there's there's a a real hunger for educational opportunity. And that's sometimes one of the reasons why people seek out the United States when they're when they're looking to immigrate so that is that is an incredible motivator people who didn't complete high school in the US often have tremendous issues about identity they're very wounded from being perceived as not having succeeded in high school even when you know a lot of times people think students don't graduate from high school for bad reasons but a lot of times people don't graduate from high school for good reasons I work with students all the time who were the eldest sibling in their family and a parent died and they were forced to start working at a young age to provide for younger siblings. That's a really normal, good reason why people drop out of high school. I definitely work with students who, are, who have a sense of resolve that they, want, they don't want to forever be defined as someone who does not, did not finish the job, you know, in high school. Similarly, they want to be people who go to college, right? Who want, you know, we've set that aspirational goal for our society very broadly. And yet we've made it really, really hard for people to actually complete college. That is also a, a, another very serious motivator for people. In addition to his drive to succeed in the U.S., Mike says he also took advantage of available resources and support. I asked for a lot of help. You know, help was needed and uh, I asked for help. And uh, people never shut you the door. You know, there is no stupid question. That's what I've learned. I've said, you know, Anya particularly, I've sat with her for so many hours. I wrote her countless emails and things. These days I've become a lot unresponsive and things like that. But then just because I'm doing too much. But then 
I set a lot of time, you know, just to talk to her, talk to her about college, talk to her about everything. Sometimes I'll just have things to talk about and ask her about and then get it, get to office and I don't remember what I wanted to say. <laughs> you know, I'm just sitting there like, wow, what am I doing in this office again? So that just shows that people are available. You know, people are there to help as long as you're willing to put in the work, the effort, you know, and um. Uh, you know, you, you have the right dedication, you have the right motives, and then you just want to do something better. Whether it's for you or for others, it's always available. So for me, for instance, I wanted to go to school. I reached out to people. I made a lot of noise. They say in English, they, they squeak your way out, get the grace, you get the grace. So I made a lot of noise and I found that. I wanted to get an apartment, you know, I was homeless, I was on the streets, I was 19, you know, I was exposed to all these things, drugs and, you know, people overdosing on the street and things like that. And I got out of that situation because, you know, I, I, I you know, I was looking for help and I got the right help. They got me into an apartment and, uh, you know, fast forward a year after that, I was driving a car, I was going to college. So I'll just say to anybody out there that's from wherever they're from in the world, you know, I'll just say to them that uh, it's important to know what they want. And, uh, you know, once they know what they want, just keep asking, you know, out of, I don't know how many people there are in the world, but there's always somebody that's willing to listen, help you. Even if they can't help you, they know somebody. That's one thing I know in America. It's like, People may not know, but they know somebody who knows. <laughs> so I'll just say to them, you know, keep reaching out to people, you know, organizations, you know, scholarships are available for anybody who wants to attend uh, higher education, you know, and I would say, you know, people like Anya, Adult Education, very great resources you can reach out to almost any time. It will never turn you down. So put in the work, reach out to people and uh, yeah. After earning his GED, Mike went on to earn an associate degree in information technology from Southern Maine Community College. He is now eyeing a spring 2023 graduation date from the University of Maine at Augusta with a bachelor's degree in cybersecurity, all while working full-time as a network operations specialist for a financial technology company. Anya says she has a bazillion stories such as Mike's, but shares one about a young Angolan woman who started with Portland adult education during the pandemic. She managed to complete during um, the year that we were fully remote, not only earn a high school credential, but she went on to complete some of our workforce certificate programs. So she took, just took a tremendous amount of courses all at once using Microsoft Office, algebra, you're right. She did a whole range of classes with us in a very short order, um, taking good advantage of the time she had before she received work authorization. She was here seeking asylum. As soon as she could work, she started working. So she graduated. She was our graduation speaker. She went on to get a, get a job working um, at Abbott Laboratory. Overnight, she would be working a night shift while she started at SMTC. She wanted to study business because that's what she had done in Angola before she came. Now, she is someone who came to us with an undergraduate degree from an Angolan university. She sort of sized up the, the opportunities with us and took advantage of all that she could learn in our workforce programming and all that she could learn on the academic side and really, really was then very successful at SMTC. She managed to graduate in two years 
And I have just heard from her in the past week that when she transferred to USM, they took a closer look at her academic record and realized that maybe she should be applying to their MBA program instead of transferring to the undergraduate program in business. So I just got word yesterday that she has been accepted to the MBA program. And this is someone who received um, an adult learner scholarship um, through the Maine Community Foundation. She's just a great example of when a student has that drive to learn and they have all this prior knowledge and education and expertise. And in her case, she didn't have children. So she was able to have sort of full laser focus on both work and school. Within four years of her arrival, I believe, she is now in position in a position to do an MBA program, which is just astonishing. She had some English when she arrived, but she, she knew she had work to do. And she accepted that and she just bore down. She's just remarkable. She's a remarkably hard worker and, and a very talented individual. But I, I feel like the city, uh, not just the city of Portland, the whole Portland area is full of people who, when um, they can take advantage of resources like the scholarships offered by the Maine Community Foundation, like our programs at our school, they can quickly become really important players in our in our economy and in our, and citizens and hopefully eventually but meanwhile she's she's not sitting around waiting for that to happen she she just took advantage of everything that she could while she, while here keep dreaming you know you can only dream to the limits of your imagination you know it's the dream and also be open because dreaming is one thing but also putting action is another This has been Season 1, Episode 13 of Maine Ties, a podcast of the Maine Community Foundation. Listen to all episodes at maincf.org or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts.